This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX is clipped. Now streaming only on Hulu. I uh, hope either you're on vacation or uh, at least in summer mode at work. I can tell you our colleague over at Global News, the investigative side of things, is not taking a summer break because he has delivered a hell of a story that uh, comes to us from B.C. But very much the fallout of this particular issue is countrywide. And so the latest chapter, which is uh, reported by Sam Cooper, who is with Global News. And if you aren't following him, you should be. It's at uh, Scooper Cooper. That's his uh, Twitter handle. He has literally led the way unearthing the roots of organized crime, uh, in particular in money laundering in B.C., naming the billions of dirty money being washed through B.C. gambling and essentially how it's corrupted our economy, making things like housing impossible to afford. And in this latest scoop, which is really a bombshell, is allegations that B.C.'s lottery uh, uh, corporate VP has stepped down after months of an investigation, which revealed that, well, he apparently just kind of instructed his staff to, quote, ease up on anti-money laundering measures, quote, allow dirty money to just, I guess, flow through the casinos. Sam Cooper is his name. He is our global news reporter on this file. Good to have you. Hi, Alex. You keep just churning these stories out. It's like we're finally into the point where you're starting to get back a lot of the uh, requests and the the, uh, tips are starting to kind of come out. But this one's a doozy. The gentleman at the center of this is Robert Croker. Uh, He was one of B.C. government's top anti-money laundering officials and held, I guess, several important posts with... He had major oversight in the province's economy, uh, and yet the allegations against him are that he looked the other way. Is this true? That's right. Uh, the allegations are stunning and, and in the context, even more stunning. So in our, our latest investigation, uh, through Freedom of Information and Sources, I obtained documents that showed a complaint was made against Mr. Croker in uh, February of this year. Now, his position with the Lottery Corp is the chief of compliance, meaning he would be responsible that the proper anti-money laundering measures were in place. The complaint, the, a copy of it that we obtained, says that There was a meeting of his money laundering staff uh, in recent years, and the allegation is that he instructed the staff to back off on uh, the vetting of suspicious cash transactions. Now, just in context, uh, tons of cash was coming into BC Lottery casinos through the hands of VIP gamblers from China that were allegedly getting it from drug traffickers. Mm-hmm. So they had put conditions on these gamblers saying you can't bring that cash in unless you prove it's from a bank. So what the allegation in the complaint says is that essentially he was telling his staff back off and the complainant alleges that this suggests BC Lottery management was under pressure to allow dirty cash to come into the casinos. I also obtained a document from the government confirming they had the complaint and they were going to investigate. This was months ago. Last week, we learned that uh, Mr. Croker departed from the corporation. Uh, there's no explanation of why. They haven't answered if it's linked to this investigation or anything else. 
But uh, for people saying that dirty money, uh, the, the corporation and, and even D.C.'s government allegedly turned a blind eye, this doesn't look good. It doesn't just look good. It begs the question. And I've got so many questions for you. Who else will be named? Because a guy of that stature and with his kind of expertise, I mean, he was a hired because of of his knowledge on money laundering and the things that he was supposed to protect the, uh, you know, the establishment from. And yet if he's being accused of turning the other way, then where's that instruction coming from? Well, that's right. In the complaint, it's not clear, but it does say this suggests pressure was put on BC Lottery Corporation management to allow dirty money in. So where does that pressure come from? Um, Could it be from above? That's that's something that I'm sure will be questioned at the inquiry. And just to put in, we've talked about uh, his role in BC's economy. It's Mm -hmm. rather a remarkable career path. He was the the head of the civil forfeiture office. That is the, the office that seizes assets that allegedly belong to criminals laundering money. From that position, he was asked to write a report on uh, money laundering in BC casinos. Uh, It appears the BC Liberal government of the day wanted to look at uh, media reports. And uh, after that, he took a job with Great Canadian Gaming Mm -hmm. uh, as a chief of compliance for uh, the River Rock Casino. And as some of your listeners will know, that is allegedly the epicenter of where the money laundering occurred. Following that, when news of this scandal broke, well, it didn't break. We now know that there was a serious investigation underway in 2015. At that point, he leaves to take a similar post with the Lottery Corporation. It's quite, it's remarkable. It is remarkable, and it would have all been uh, quietly swept away had you not uh, done the the diligence and the digging that you have done, because this stuff wasn't just handed to you. This is stuff that came through either tips, or this is stuff that you requested uh, documentation on. It takes a long, long time to get that, and now it's coming in. We're starting to, to find out the names, but if you can't trust, you know, the watchdog, um, you know, it, you would wonder who else will be named. But, you know, you mentioned the former government. That's Premier Christy Clark. How on earth could she not know this kind of stuff was going on? Well, those who I, I can guarantee you those are the kind of questions that some whistleblowers at least want to have raised at the inquiry. Uh, how do I know that? Because. These people are my sources. These are people that risk their careers to disclose certain documents because they believed this was essentially being swept under the rug, covered up. And um, I can tell you that they want to testify and make allegations against very powerful people. I won't name names at this point. But look, I've already done stories saying that uh, the Lottery Corporation and B.C. government rammed through a raise in betting limits involving specifically these VIP gamblers from offshore to $100,000 per hand against money laundering warnings. That would have had to go to high levels in BC's government. Yeah, it, it's it's quite staggering because while the story comes to us from B.C., we know that it has affected the entire, I mean, if it weren't for all this illegal uh, money laundering, Canada would be in a recession. I mean, that it sounds stupid and funny, but we are being fueled by this criminal um, activity right across this country. It has forced uh, homeowners to not be able to buy homes. I mean, it's affected this, this country in a way that I don't think anyone uh, thought it could. But will charges be laid? I mean, is, is Croker looking at being charged? Well, that, that is the, the billion-dollar question. I, when I look at these allegations, and we have to stress, they, uh, we have tried to reach Mr. Croker and get him to answer this complaint. 
We weren't able to reach them. They're just allegations. We don't know. It's not proven this meeting took place or these instructions were given, but the allegations are beyond serious. If it's your job to turn away dirty money and you're telling people to turn away and let it in, to me, that would rise to the level of something that, that appears to be I'm going to say it, criminality. Again, mm-hmm. not proven. But look, um, I we talked to a person that's, that's named as being at that meeting. And this person who is no longer with the corporation said he wants to cooperate and he will he, he, he plans to testify if he's asked. Wow. And so, OK, that's the B.C. element of this. But we also know that this has been an issue in Alberta. And we also know that uh, lottery and gaming corporations are opening up all over Ontario. Would Robert Croker uh, have had any involvement in discussions with um, with people here in the gaming industry? That's very difficult to say. What I can say is his former co-worker with Great Canadian, who was, uh, we're told, uh, I've, I've reported, uh, really the architect for this um, Chinese VIP gambler model. We are told that this person is a consultant for uh, the company, is working uh, in the Toronto area, helping with, uh, you know, casino operations, the setup. Alex, I can tell you that, look, um, as NDP government cracks down on dirty money in B.C., my sources are already saying that we're seeing the same transnational gains uh, starting to flood money into the prairies in money laundering operations, starting to look at First Nations casinos across uh, Canada. And uh, it really doesn't stop. Once once dirty money is in the country and you push down it somewhere, it's going to flow somewhere else. As a source told me, organized crime is like a river. It, it adapts so quickly. Yeah, no kidding. And, and there were a lot of questions when the uh, former Liberal government of Ontario had approved the uh, deal, I think it was with Great Canadian Gaming, so quickly. And there were questions asked at that time by Patrick Brown saying, hold on a second, this deal, we haven't even looked into it. There's been no due diligence on it. And so when you start to put the pieces together, of the investigation you've been doing, uh, you know, we're at the point now where there's enough smoke that some kind of um, either investigation or or someone here in the province of Ontario, at the very least, should be saying, okay, let's get our our ducks in a row because the warnings are all there from BC. If they just move ahead with this uh, and it becomes another Ontario story, um, there's going to be real trouble. Sure. I mean, I'm I'm looking uh, at the Ontario angle. Certainly there are Big, big, big unanswered questions. Uh, I probed into, um, you know, how the Conservative government seemed to be hot to trot on stopping uh, the contract, as you mentioned, and then suddenly they cooled off very quickly. Lots of powerful connections circling that story. And as you say, it's a it's a national story. There are casinos across the country, and casinos, government casinos, are only, you know, one portion of this. As we know, the real estate money laundering is so tightly connected to it, massive fraud schemes connected. This really is a danger to Canada's uh, financial integrity we're seeing here. How come it's not yet been really an election issue? It, it kind of staggers me. It's been a, a slow and steady. I mean, it is starting to get picked up by the other media outlets because you've really forced their hands. No one can ignore the story anymore. But we know the impact it's had on just everyday people in the economy and provincially right across this country. Why is not why why is this not being spoken about more and why doesn't this become an election issue? 
You know, I have some theories, and I've talked to some some very experienced political side people on this. And, you know, one thing is that for a lot of people that haven't lived in British Columbia, it, it appears to be that sort of um, very, you know, beautiful, wild and wacky West Coast place where this craziness was going on. And, you know, they didn't think it was happening in Toronto. But look, we've learned recently that it is very much happening in Toronto. It's no surprise to, to people that know organized crime and money laundering. It's happening happening in Montreal, Windsor, Halifax, all across the country. And we're learning more and more about how this is connected to very powerful people from other countries, you know, uh, billionaire donors. There's more and more to come out on this. And why is it not being picked up, uh, you know, on Parliament Hill and other media? I mean, I was uh, somewhat, I won't say um, encouraged, but I had never heard uh, an opposition member stand up and use the name of the uh, the mainland triad, name the big circle boys in an accusation against the, the sitting government. That happened recently, so it shows someone's paying attention and who was that who said that was that bill Blair? i believe uh, believe it was uh uh peter kent that, peter kent? that okay. stood up and uh questioned why uh, a liberal mp um, that's right yeah we had done a story showing that uh, a law firm connected to a liberal mp was allegedly connected to a very um very suspicious transaction for some some people out in bc connected to these casino investigations and i understand that same liberal mp is now being questioned about a second case is that is that uh, right? we 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 did a second story and um, uh, Alex, I'll just tell you to stay tuned because we <laughs> continue we continue to dig. I'll tell you that you're the first person in the morning that I check on Twitter. What does Sam have today? Because uh, you're leading the way on a, on an issue that uh, is going to be enormous once it finally breaks. And I appreciate it so much. Well, thank you. Sam Cooper, we will talk to you again. And if you're not, again, his name is Sam Cooper, Scooper Cooper. He has a global news investigation. And when we talk about uh, the media industry and the loss of local news and investigative pieces and why they're so important, this is why. This is, uh, you know, the kind of reporting that Sam does is super dangerous. It is very, very challenging. And he's uh, swimming against the the tide big time. Uh, but what he has exposed is uh, it's 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 unbelievable what he has exposed and I expect will continue to expose. So we'll continue uh, talking to him and covering it on point on Global News Radio.